Hey, hey, I think they finally caught us. They're outside. Does that whole thing even work? Hey, is this thing on? Is anybody listening? They've been on to us for weeks. They don't want us telling the truth. They want to keep us silent. This is your alternative to the Rim of the Mill conservative talk show. This is the Sheepdogs. have arrived the sheepdogs are finally on the air welcome my name is scott my name is eric and we are going to take you on a ride we're going to rant we're going to rave we're going to talk about uh, current events past events future events we may even talk about future events we may be the ones that actually can tell you the future but first at the first at the beginning of every show it's our moment of silence so we're out here to give a moment of silence to all those who have lost someone lost a hero, whether they be with the police department, the fire department, EMT services, someone working at a hospital, whether they be overseas or right there in your own home. We want to take a moment of silence to give those a little bit of peace and a little bit of respect. So um, stick around and we'll be right back. All right, guys, thanks for taking that moment of silence. We're back. Uh, to be honest with you, it was a couple seconds for you guys, but my ears are still ringing. My hand's a little shaky. Eric and I went outside, popped up, uh, I don't know, 17 rounds out of our Glocks. Uh, had to do some creative, uh, I don't know, it was creative. We had to do a little brainstorming. There we go. That's an interesting way of saying throwing lead downrange. So, I, Eric, you had said you wanted to talk about something. What do you got? Actually, yeah, Scott. Um, so I was looking through the news the other day, and uh, CNN out in L.A. Uh, reported that Trump's Hollywood Walk of Fame star was destroyed with a pickaxe uh, early okay, Wednesday well, morning. Well, first of all, a pickaxe, the guy is dedicated. Okay, A, a pickaxe, a pick not axe, a shovel, not a hammer. A pickaxe on a concrete star. I'll give the guy credit. He was determined. And if you've seen the pictures, then you know how much damage was done. Oh, he done. fucked it up, dude. Oh, he took the star completely up. Yeah, he, he created gravel. But let's talk about it like this, though. Uh, this was Donald J. Trump, the president of this great country, who is taking us in a better direction. Hey, 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 hey. Your mic's a little muffled because you're talking down. Can you put it in a better position? <laughs> That's what she said. So um, basically what they're reporting is that uh, early, early morning, uh, about 3.30 or so, uh, in a very popular tourist area, a uh, gentleman was just walking down the uh, sidewalk with a pickaxe over his shoulder and uh, started this going didn't to alarm, town. This didn't alarm anybody? A absolutely not. I mean, not. we are in California where you can't carry a gun. Well, this is L.A. and, like you said, California. <laughs> we know what kind of people live out there. So, with that being said, um, yeah, so he's walking down and starts destroying it. Uh, I've even seen videos circulating on the web of uh, them sitting across the street recording this man doing it. Um, but, again, this is the this is the star. This is in Hollywood. Um, this well, isn't some big memorial or, or ceremony piece. This is the president of the United States who well, has you a keep star. Saying, another thing, you keep saying he. What's the guy's name? Is, is it even in print? I mean, you've got the story sitting there kind of re referencing it. No, no. They just uh, keep referring to him as uh, the guy. Okay, okay so, so this is my question. If it's a guy, if this would have been 
Barack Obama star or Bill Clinton star or the traitor star, Ms. Hillary, Ms. Ms. Hillary Clinton, the traitor, the one that we'll talk about, I am going to talk about later. Why in the hell? I mean, they would have our names all over that damn news story. We would have been in the first sentence. But you know what? It's um, it's not because he was the victim in this one. That's why they don't want to give you his full name like they do other uh, crimes out there. For instance, the uh, active shooters and stuff. They, uh, they just wanted him to be a guy who destroyed the star. The whole point of CNN is to put the story on Donald Trump to raise hate so that we can divide this country even further. The, the Communist News Network. I've, I've said that for years. And I, you know, I've, I, I'm, I'm 44 years old. I'm a little bit older than you, quite a bit older than you. I Just look like I'm 64. Bit. If you guys have been to the website or Twitter, you can actually see us. Um, I'm the old guy. I'm the attractive old guy. But anyway, you look at it. it I mean, I've been around for a while, and there's – I don't even know where the hell I was going with that. It just it blows my mind. I'm sorry. It just blows my mind. If it would have been one of those, my name would have been in the first the first line of that story, saying, "Look, I I'm, I I can't even talk on it. It just pisses me off." So, when we look at this again, uh, the the president star he could have destroyed any star out there, but he went after this one, and it was put out by CNN. Communist News Network. Well, George Lopez pissed on the star, what, two weeks ago? Exactly. I mean, come on. It is the president of the United States. I don't care if you voted for him. I don't care if you like him. He is your president. If he asks you to go to war, you go to fucking war. You do what the president says. You show him the... Re you know what? You don't respect the man, that's fine. Respect the office. I, I completely agree with that because there have been plenty of presidents that uh, I didn't agree with on many of the topics, but the factor is... You know, everybody here is president, 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 and it sounds like cashier or manager, or, you know, titles that are just given around. But let's remember who this man really is. This is the commander in chief of the greatest nation in the world. Amen. So by them out destroying the star, um, Scott, how do you feel about the president having a star in Hollywood? Now, remember, Hollywood is full of fake people. Well, first of all, he was given that star prior to being president. Uh, yes, he was. Because of whatever. I mean, to be honest with you, I'd have to go online. I'd have to research why he got the star. But, I mean, you got to remember, he's been a businessman for 50 years. Was, did he earn his own money? No. He was handed money. He started his business. His father helped him. I respect that. He took the money. He made it an empire. He made it a brand. He had The Apprentice. He was given a star by Hollywood. Now Hollywood has turned on him because... He's a Republican because he's on the right. I think mainly just because uh, they want something to bitch about. He's doing exactly what he said he was going to do. Well, yes. And I would say, and you know, we have to play devil's advocate right now. He is he is attempting to follow through. Is he going to hit stumbling? Is he going to hit roadblocks? Is he going to stumble? Of course Absolutely. He is. And if he doesn't, he's not doing a good job. But this also shows what kind of country we do have because a president cannot make any decision uh president cannot make any decision on his own you know he does have to have the other two branches to make decisions yeah um, and actually real quick i want to apologize eric didn't stumble on what he was saying i was trying to do sign language we're trying to keep these segments to a certain minute and and unfortunately 
I was directing him his attention, so I do apologize it's to okay. all It's okay, and everyone out there listening, uh, if I have any sign language majors going to college right now, please feel free to chime in on our Facebook and give Mr. Boswell over here a uh, uh, free lesson. Yeah, I mean, we got Facebook. We don't forget about Twitter. We're at the Sheepdogs Podcast. And don't forget Instagram. Instagram. Uh, we also have, uh, well, our website. We we have the domain name, the Sheepdogs Broadcast. Uh, excuse me, SheepdogsPodcast.com. The website is not transferred over to that, but we do have a. We will have a link. There is a link on our Anchor FM, and uh, you can always go to our Instagram and link from there. But anyway, I'm sorry. I. I just wanted to apologize. You opened that door about social media. We are social media guys. We like to be on there. We'll answer. You can chat with us. We welcome this kind of stuff. We want you to be involved. And when we go live, guys, there is a time by the first of the year we will be live. And we may even be video broadcasting. So we're taking this to a new level. We're giving ourselves about six months to work out the kinks and get stuff from you guys. But um, sorry, Eric. I'll let you get back to it. I'm sorry, buddy. So thank you, Scott. Just to get us back on topic here. Um, so we talked about Trump star, uh, and it is something small, but it is significant because again, it is the president of the greatest country in the world. Um, but you know, uh, due process will be taken on this young man and, uh, hopefully yeah. he won't be out here destroying any more public works. Yeah. Again. They'll give him a star next. But you know, Scott, when I was, uh, I was looking around on CNN and some of the other news networks, I was, uh, reading a story that reminded me of one that I saw on the news uh, a while back. Uh, do you remember the Stanford swimmer? Yeah, Brock Turner. Okay, Brock Turner. See, I didn't even know his name. So, Well, being a former cop, I, I pay attention when somebody is convicted of attempted rape and only given six fucking months. Now, again, California. And, guys, I we apologize for our language, but I, I use the word fuck like the word the. Okay? It, it gets kind of crazy. And I... You know what? This is a podcast. If you have a problem, hey, let's debate my language. I use it because I have a vocabulary. I have a vibe. Or let's get straight to the point. If you don't like the language, you can nah, change the channel. You can change the channel. You don't have to listen. Amen. This Why? It's America. So but yes, Brock Turner, he was convicted of attempted rape, uh, got six months in prison, and and I'd have to look on the specific dates, but it, it, it was maybe a year ago. Yeah, but did you hear what his ter- attorney just came out and said? Mm. His attorney is trying to tell the judges that the ex-Stanford swimmer practiced sexual outer course. What the fuck is Scott, that? let me ask you a question. What? What the fuck <laughs> is sexual outer course? Well, We've all seen American Pie. We know what he did when he got close. But I don't think that's it. You don't get attempted rape for that. Man, I don't know. His attorney is trying to tell the judge that he was wrongfully convicted, that the jury erred because because he was fully clothed, he practiced sexual outer course behind that garbage. And real garbage. quick, I don't know how many guys out there have uh, had that that late night fun where uh, you know maybe the pants didn't come off. Oh, the dull but let, let, yeah. Yeah, let, let me personally tell you that uh, I don't have to take all my clothes off to get it. Oh, amen. Well, you know, but the whole thing is... It, they, the judge even stated, and I'm, and I'm reading the quote, quote, I absolutely don't understand what you're talking about. Not even the judge understood. So you're talking about this Malthop, Eric Malthop, Thap, whatever his name is. He is arguing, saying that Turner was fully closed. So when they found, when he was found by two students on top of the victim, the jury erred in convicting him because the fact is that he still had his clothes on. And the the lead to respond uh, uh, it should lead to reasonable doubt. 
that it did not intend to rape the victim. Bullshit. So he was behind a dumpster with a female, and we don't know the whole story. Now the whole thing is, is I guarantee he's looking for money because when he went to prison for rape, his, his six months in there, he was Bubba's bitch, and he didn't like squealing like a pig. And he wants somebody to pay him. So while he's looking for money because uh, he spent uh, six months in a uh, sex camp, because if anybody's seen his picture, they you already know what they did to him in jail. He was a pretty motherfucker before he went in. And you know what? I uh, Sorry, and I'm not. I, I Hey, guy was good looking. I can say that. And here's the deal. Uh, about Eric him going to it. prison, I uh, <laughs> I have zero sympathy for that. Because of what you did. There's a few things in life that uh, you give no sympathy, no empathy to. I wouldn't bet an eye. Um, but for someone to take a female and guys, uh, especially the younger guys, we've all been in a situation. We're at a party. There's some drinking going on. You know, a female wants to cozy up to you. She's still drinking. But then there is that moral line that we don't cross as gentlemen. We will go all the way. But when they're passed out, when they're lifeless, when they are drunk, when they are unconscious. When they're behind a dumpster. When you put them behind a dumpster. You have no respect for the person that you're with. There's zero respect. So, like Scott said, uh, when Bubba got a hold of him, I turned my back. I had zero sympathy. And six fucking months for attempted rape. Attempted rape alone should land years. Rape should land you in prison for life. And it does in certain cases, depending on if it was done in, in the course of a burglary or there was violence or kidnapping or criminal confinement. There is instances where that becomes an, it's, it's an enhancement. But when you're raised in a certain atmosphere, in a certain home life, uh, financially comfortable, you're going to Stanford and mommy and daddy you know, paid the ride for you to go to Stanford, and their first judgment in the case or their first uh, argument in the case was that he was a really good swimmer. I give two <laughs> fucks how you swim. You should have been a really good runner because I guarantee you, like Scott said, Bubba got a hold of that ass. All right. Well, you know what? Hey, we're going to take just a couple minutes, and this is going to be really a couple minutes, guys. We're not going to go shoot the guns again. Um, plus, we're running low on ammo. I haven't been to the gun store lately. But what we're going to do is we're going to take a couple minutes. I've got to refill my drink. We're recovered smokers, so we're going to hit our vapes for a couple seconds. We're going to be right back. But in the process of that time, we got a great little uh, commercial that one that my little guy wanted to uh, actually add in there for you guys. So take a listen to that and uh, show him the respect because I promise you, you may not respect me, but you will respect that little six-year-old's desire to uh, be part of this. We'll be right back. Huh. U-S-A. U-S-A. <laughs> hey, Alex, what do you want for a snack? Summertime Ranch Cheetos. Why? They're so delicious and they make me feel like it's summertime. You know, and they're really, really good. Well, we don't have any, so where can we go get them? At your local Walmart store. Well, I guess we better go get some. Hey, guys, welcome back. Thanks for taking a listen to uh, the little guy and his... Uh, Summer Ranch Time Cheetos commercial. I he, he, he was really excited, so I'm glad you guys got a chance to listen. I, I said earlier that I wanted to talk about the traitor. And we know when we talk about traitors, there's Benedict Arnold and there's Ms. Hillary Clinton. And I can't talk about Hillary Clinton without bringing up Benghazi. Be careful, because they may find you committed suicide 
by drowning yourself in the pool. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. Uh, I don't care. We're still going to talk about it. So, Benghazi. September 11th, 2012. Benghazi, Libya. We have, this is the first emergence of ISIS. The Islamic State in Syria. Really? It was the Islamic State in Libya, but we'll call it ISIS anyway. That's what they put out there, even though it was ISIL, and then they changed it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. A group of piece-of-shit terrorists attacked a diplomatic outpost and in the process killed a United States ambassador, Christopher Stevens, and a CIA um, tech guy, I guess he was, Sean Smith. And don't forget about the CIA contractors, Tyrone Woods and Glenn Daugherty. Well, yeah, and they were SEALs. I mean, they were former SEALs. And, you know, we have this attack occurring. The family members are told that it was all spawned from a, um, anti a anti-Islamic video. And in the process, these four Americans were killed. Now, granted, the SEALs were killed later on in the attack. This was a secondary attack. But... How can the U.S. It's a scapegoat. They, they they arrested a guy and put him in jail, and it wasn't. It had nothing to do with it. It had nothing to do with it. They had the opportunity to have the support, the air support, the special forces. They they had three or four teams within hours of getting there. Could it have saved those American lives? Who knows? But when the State Department tells but hold on, Scott, let's back this up real quick, because when you say that you had groups of guys uh, not very far away that were more than willing to come and help, um, as a veteran myself, um, you know, we uh, I've come across a time when I was uh, sitting in the defect over in Camp Striker, and uh, I, we had an old group leader that came in. Um, he was in the south part of the country, and uh, they had just lost eight members uh, due to attacks earlier in that week and he came in he was beat up he was tired he was still crying um, and you know it really hurt uh, and as a guy and as a man you know we just want to tell him to suck it up and just drive on anybody in the military you know just drink water you'll be fine but uh, you know when he came in he sat down we asked him hey Sarge how you doing he said we need help that was the only thing he said we need help and without a shadow of a doubt uh, we looked around our table, our team, our company, and uh, we got volunteers that were ready to go down and help him out. Um, didn't matter what he was doing. Didn't matter how dangerous it was supposed to be. Didn't matter what was going on, whether we were winning and losing. Uh, when a brother calls out, you answer that call. Doesn't matter if you're at home or if you're in a combat zone. So when these uh, brave individuals reached out for help in the initial attack and it was ignored by our government it was uh ignored by the president of the united states and it was ignored by clinton um that's a slap in the face to them and when you when you give a slap in the face to a veteran uh i take that kind of personally um and you know that because they wanted to uh, not go in and and risk how another country felt about us when they were uh, in we, helped, an, we helped liberate we, 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 we gave them the support to liberate their country and then it went to shit okay it went to shit and they expect 
the they they expect the United States and other NATO nations to stay out of it. And you know it's funny they they say that all of this started by a uh, results of a spontaneous protest triggered by a recently released anti-Muslim video, and it was titled "Innocence of Muslims." And, and, and I think what it was. They want to say there was homosexual acts or or something in it that actually sparked the criticism, that sparked the out the, the outrage. But I, I I've never seen anybody watch a video and want to. I mean, come on, that we're talking about. And, and I want to stand corrected. I, I said uh, Sean Stevens was a CIA. He wasn't. He was a foreign services um, communications guy or um, oh information management. He was an IT guy. He, he had a lot to do with that. So I want to stand corrected. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to misspeak about the CIA with that. But um, we're talking about this is the first ambassador killed since 1979 while on duty. This is a big fucking deal. And our guys that were left there, guys that you guys know, guys you have seen on the news and on TV, we're talking guys like Tig, uh, John Tegan, and uh, Mark Oz, and Chris Pronto. Chris Pronto. Oh God, Chris Pronto. I love it. And, and to hear him talk about it and see the emotion he still has, it takes him back there every single time. And I don't, I don't like seeing America attacked. I don't care if it's abroad, if it's, if it's here. But what I hate is to see America attacked and then us sit on our fucking hands. So even Trump... First taking office, one of the first things, well, I mean, really, one of the first things he did was a military strike on Syria. He's not taking shit. We needed him in office in 2012 or a Republican that wasn't a pussy that would turn around and send the people that we needed to protect and save those American lives. I'll tell you what, at the end of the day, no matter what we're doing or where we're at, uh, when we call out for help, um, the one person that we don't expect to be sitting behind the big screen with a bowl of popcorn, feet rolled up, and uh, just relaxing while we're out here dying is the President of the United States. And if your advisors are advising against you, intervening um, and, and allowing the deaths of these Americans, uh, that right there, uh, you want to talk about Trump, Scott, uh, and, and cleaning out the cesspool, that right there would be a good start. Well, you know, no regulation, uh, one of the top, I think he was the assistant secretary of state for uh, the diplomatic security. I mean, he resigned under this pressure. Just ironically, his name is Eric Boswell. Are, are you shitting me? Seriously? Eric Boswell. The first name of one of our co my co-host and my last name. That, that, we can't make that shit up. I mean, I'm actually looking at it in print because I, I didn't believe it. But I, I don't know. I, and, and again... We're, we're dealing with a subject that's very, very, very sensitive. The, the left doesn't want you talking about it because it bashes their, uh, I don't know, their golden child who couldn't beat a businessman in an election and call, calls his followers deplorables. Well, at least I'm not a traitor. That's all I have to say about that. So... Uh, and it kind of brings up something else. I mean, something that happened at home and a disgrace that happened at home was the memorial for Lieutenant Mike Murphy, who was a Navy SEAL who was killed in Afghanistan. You may not know that name, but he was one of the guys. You do know Marcus Luttrell. You know the movie that where Mark Wahlberg 
Lone Survivor. Lone Survivor. Uh, you know, Mark Wahlberg did a great Played trail. Marcus Luttrell. Played Marcus Luttrell. And Marcus even said he did a fabulous job. In fact, Marcus was in that movie. But we have a... How old is that kid? Well, the report here says that uh, the police arrested a 14-year-old boy and charged him with vandalism after he smashed the Medal of Honor recipient's memorial over in Suffolk County. So wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You're saying a 14-year-old. A 14-year-old who has just entered puberty, disgraced an American hero, his memory, by vandalizing his memorial. What the fuck does a 14-year-old know about dedication and sacrifice? I'll tell you what that 14-year-old won't do. I bet he won't serve. No, he won't serve because he's a pussy. He's a left-wing... I be, oh, wait, 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 wait. Where are they from? This is New York. Oh, well, never mind. That kind of answers my question and why that happened. Because we have the people in New York, which is basically the east coast of... The east coast of Los Angeles... Ooh, that'll piss them off because New York thinks they're better than Los Angeles. But personally, I mean, they're a bunch of full of fucking liberals, too. Look at the TV. Look at the people that are on there. Steve Colbert. Um, all the other night, the other talk show hosts that want to, that bash us, bash the right, just because they think it's, I don't know, funny? They think they're going to accomplish something? But really, dude, I mean, a, a guy who sacrifices, sacrifices his life for his brothers... To make a phone call. Just to put this in perspective for some of you guys out there listening, um, we keep saying, you know, Mike Murphy, Lieutenant Murphy, Navy SEAL, um, you know, guy that did great things, Medal of Honor recipient. Let me just give you a, a quick overview. Michael Murphy was only 29 years old and a native of nearby Pachico, New York. Yeah, where it, it's New York, but he was a hero. He served. He was dedicated. He was killed in um, in Afghanistan in late June of 2005 uh, while they were conducting Operation Red Wing. Um, now, now, is this now? If you watch the movie, you read the books. This is where he let that boy go. He was the one who jeopardized the mission and gave their position possibly gave their position away because they wouldn't he wouldn't kill that kid when everyone that else in the group Except was saying we need to take care of him murphy was the one voice that stood out now and i hold on let's not let's not bash latrell because i believe latrell he was he he wasn't down for that he thought it was a mistake letting him go but he did not want to neutralize he didn't the, want to neutralize he but he didn't want to let go he wanted to detain somehow to give themselves distance before the little boy got away. And then obviously the uh, the hell that pursued uh, this group of guys as they conducted, like I say, Operation Red Wing. Um, for any of you out there who haven't read the book, I've read the book twice. Um, I've seen the point, movie multiple times. I'm not a book reader, but I mean, I read blank, a book, but I love the movie. The book is fucking amazing. I've read it. It's in Latrell's words. He's the one that wrote it. And if anybody knows anything about uh, Marcus Luttrell, uh, and he's a good old East Texas boy, um, went in, joined the Navy SEALs just like his older twin brother, um, you know, did his deal, and was one of the best of the best. I mean, hell, he was a Navy SEAL. But that day uh, when they 
when the attack was initiated and they got into the firefight or several firefights and they're falling down the cliffs of mountains and Latrell's over here biting his tongue off and and breaking bones and necks I mean, and didn't arms. He, he broke his back. He broke his back in two spots at least, I believe. Um, I, I mean, just to go through all that in a country that doesn't give a shit about you. Kind of like Libya? Exactly like Libya or Iraq or Afghanistan or Syria or Iran. And, and you're or, talking... Oh, sorry. I, I, I apologize. Please. Well, I mean, you're talking... We're talking seven years difference between that particular incident and Libya. We're dealing with the same type of guys, dealing with the same type of attack. So it doesn't matter how much you fight it, it's not going to change. You can't win hearts and minds. You have to put bullets in heads and kick ass. You have two Navy SEALs that were killed. You have Army Rangers, Navy, you know, Marines that fought and and sacrificed. Then they weren't serving. They were paid contractors. They weren't serving a quote-unquote bigger purpose at that point. But when they called for help, they went. And I know we bounced from one subject to the other, but it kind of led into it. And, you know, when you say paid contractors, you think about a guy that's, you know, he chose to do that. He was paid to go out there in the sun, work on his tan, lift some weights, and shoot some guns. But let's remember what he was there for. And where he was. He was not only in a hostile situation, but he was protecting the life or their group was protecting the life of an American ambassador. Okay. Period. Point blank. Period. Their job was to protect those Americans and, and run their ops that they did, and they ran them well. Okay, there's no, it is what it is. They were hung out to dry. Those guys that were put into a bad position as SEALs, they chose to serve. That was their mission. They were put in, in, a, in a, they were put in a predicament no man should be put into. But they were, and they handled it like professionals, even to the point of sacrificing their life. Okay, now talking about this raises my blood pressure. So <laughs> let's take a few minutes, if you don't mind, and. We'll be back with some other subjects that may piss me off even more, and I'll have to stop again. But we'll be right back. Hang tight. All right, welcome back to the Sheepdogs. We're going to talk about... Uh, hey, hold on, hold on real quick. Before we get started, Scott, I, I've been sitting here looking at your shirt for a good minute, and I can't figure it out. What the hell is on your shirt? Tactical Abe. Tactical Abe, like the president? Abraham Lincoln in full SWAT gear holding M4. Well, holy shit, that's how we do it in 2018, huh? <laughs> Copy that. Man, what kind of shirt is that? It's Grunt Style, brother. Grunt Style? What the hell is Grunt Style? It's a veteran-owned company. They make great shirts, USA-made, but most importantly, it's veteran-owned. Damn, well, where can I pick that up? Walmart, Target? You can only pick it up at GruntStyle.com. GruntStyle.com, huh? Grunt, GruntStyle.com. Go on, join the membership, 25 bucks a month. They send you a shirt, different shirt every month. Always cool. You've seen the other shirts. I have, I have. You know what? Hold on. Let me let me go visit that site real quick. All right, man. Hey, guys, go to gruntstyle.com, join the club gruntstyle, and be part of a great American tra tradition. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Sheepdogs, but we got to pack this up and get moving to our next location. Hey, we'll have an episode up next Friday night, so don't worry about that. And remember, don't believe the left because, because you're, you're always right. right.